And just some vocabulary before we get started. The name Johnny's Juniors refers to the undebuted talents at Japan's all-male Johnny's and Associates Agency. They range from the young tweens back dancing at their very first concerts to mid-twenty-somethings who have already established themselves as actors or dancers. At some point for those latter guys, the label Junior is quietly dropped, and they become just Johnny's talents. Actor Ikuta Toma, who was part of the same golden group of juniors that included the young Arashi members, is a good example of a talent who remained at Johnny's despite never debuting in a group. And with that out of the way, welcome to Filmy Girls Idolcast. Hit it! Our opening song today was Daybreaker, performed by Stones and Snowman, which aired on the February 3rd, 2016 episode of Shonen Club, the Johnny's Junior Focus musical variety show. Because, yes, this episode is all about the two exciting new Johnny's debuts from this year. And yes, this episode will be pulling heavily from my archive of Johnny's materials. On January 22nd, 2020, Snowman and Stones, that's spelled S-I-X-T-O-N-E-S because there are six of them, but it's pronounced Stones because Japan, released a double A-side, Imitation Rain by Stones, and D.D. by Snowman. And within a week, they had sold an incredible 1.3 million copies. Million. Representing the pent-up energy of Stones and Snowman fans who have been waiting patiently for years for our beloved groups to debut. I chose Daybreaker specifically to start this episode off because the song is just packed with meaning for Juniors fans. I covered this briefly in episode 7, but Daybreaker was the song given to popular Johnny's Junior groups Kiss My Foot 2 and ABCZ 
during their long, 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 long wait to debut. I don't know if Stones and Snowman could have guessed in January of 2016 that they'd have to wait four more years for their chance. We just keep it moving on. We just keep it moving on. Feeling brand new daylight daybreak. We've been waiting going on. I'll get to introductions for Stones and Snowman in a bit, because to really start the story, we have to go back 25 years to 1995, when a 13-year-old kid named Takizawa Hideaki joined Johnny's and Associates as a trainee. Without Takizawa, there would be no Stones, no Snowman, and quite frankly, no futures for Johnny's and Associates in 2020. It is impossible to overstate the influence he has had on the agency since he joined as a teen. Everybody has a Takizawa story. Everybody. He comes up in interview after interview, giving advice, giving encouragement. So let's rewind back to 1995 when, in a not unusual move, the young Takizawa was encouraged to audition for Johnny's and Associates by his older sister, who was a huge Domoto Koichi fan. I don't know if he thought much of it at the time, but soon after his audition, he was chosen to backdance at a Kinky Kids concert, and the young Takizawa Hideaki fell in love with both the stage and the world of show business. His motive to join Johnny's may have been standard issue, but Takizawa, known to everyone across Japan as just Taki, was anything but a standard issue kid. He wasn't there to play around or get famous, no. Taki, at age 13, was already thinking about his long-term career. He'd seen what the crushing grind of salaryman life had done to his father, and he was determined to make his career something meaningful, and more importantly, something fun. Within half a year of joining Johnny's, he'd gotten a starring role in a drama and was well on his way to becoming the most popular junior in the entire agency. Having seen more than enough of Taki over the years, it's pretty clear to me that Taki's popularity with fangirls came more from his dreamboat good looks and gentle smile than his talents as an entertainer. But what's remarkable about Taki is what he chose to do with that popularity. Rather than launch himself into a solo career, he became the de facto leader of the juniors through sheer force of personality and will. Under Taki's watchful eye, the juniors entered the spotlight. He was instrumental in getting the first concert to showcase the juniors, 120 of them all together, including many, many, many who would go on to be in mega popular groups like Arashi and Kanjani 8. And he was the host of the fondly remembered juniors variety show Hachiji Dajay, which ran from 1998 until around Arashi's debut in late 1999. A few months after Hachi Jida J ended, came the debut of Shonen Club, the juniors-focused musical variety show, which began in April of 2000. 
Again, Taki was all over this program, and he was allowed to explore his newly found passion for video by directing and filming short clips for the show. Even after he debuted in 2002 as part of a duo called Taki and Tsubasa with his friend, yes, Imai Tsubasa, Taki remained a friend to and champion of the juniors. To give a sense of Taki and Tsubasa at their height, here is Kamen, released May 4th, 2005, and is pretty indicative of their overall style. Light electropop, and the visuals are a huge part of the song. I can picture them so clearly in my head. Two petite men standing side by side, moving perfectly in sync. Takizawa tried his hand at producing his own group for the first time. It was an interesting experiment centered on Yara Tomoyuki, aka Yarachi, an extremely talented dancer and choreographer. He is responsible for Arashi's famous One Love choreography, among many others. But Yara remained, and spoiler alert, would continue to remain, an undebuted junior. Takizawa's early experiment resulted in the temporary unit Budokan, with Yara as center and leader, backed by four other very talented juniors, including ABCZ's Tsukara Ryoichi, who trained to be an Olympic gymnast, and Kiss My Foot 2's Senga Kento, who is a very good dancer. Like 2019's K-pop supergroup unit Super M, Budokan had so much dance talent assembled, it almost seems obscene now. Takizawa even directed a music video for the group, shot on location outside at a school track field in frigid November. They were good. Budokan would pop up for a few special performances on Shonen Club over the next year or so, but the group was still missing something. A spark, a direction, and nothing ever happened with them. So still busy with his own performing career, Takizawa would take more time to figure out exactly what it was that makes a group. 
続いての曲は舞踏館でグレイトフルワールドですどうぞ何かを売れそうの瞳に描くのはモノクロの夢止めない鳥にその瓶を映して現職の空はいつでも君の笑顔を待っているよ Like a girl Over the years from Takizawa, is that debuting as a duo unit was, in the end, not the right career path for him or for Subasa. They always seemed more interested in their own activities than in what they were doing together. And for Takizawa, that meant being the ringleader of a pack of guys. Not even two years into his debut, and Takizawa was championing junior group Katun, who I talk about in, I believe, episode six. Pulling them into the spotlight to stand beside him. And once Katun debuted, he took up and carried Kiss My Foot 2, my own favorites ABCZ, and the as yet undebuted dance unit for you, who have carved out a nice niche in theater, and finally, yes, Snowman, who were handpicked by Taki himself. These groups weren't just back dancing in concerts. Although they did back dance in concerts. Their main focus was something that I would consider Taki's true calling musical theater. Let's go to Earth, Aokukagayaku. Ano, Hoshie Kaero.
touched on this when I talked about Shonen Tai in my history series, but there is a big part of Johnny's and Associates product that is almost completely inaccessible to people outside of Japan. As outsiders, we tend to get narrow tunnel vision about the Japanese entertainment world, mapping what we are familiar with here directly onto the industries in Asia. We talk about record sales, song rankings, and views on YouTube, because those are things we understand and have access to. But that's just the thinnest slice of what a Johnny's group is about. There is a huge market for live theater in Japan, and Johnny's owns a pretty big piece of it. Fans in musical theater are serious fans. They manage to support not just a very healthy market for tickets, but also at least three or four print magazines, and I mean print magazines, DVD Blu-ray sets, CDs, and so on. I was certainly not the only person to purchase the lush 1,000th performance anniversary special edition of Kinky Kids Domoto Koichi's long-running stage play, Shock, which featured a hilarious special making of video in which the notoriously reserved Koichi travels to New York with our friend Yara, who makes Koichi do things like try on novelty hats and eat a giant slice of bacon pizza. This culture of theater operates outside the realm of things like billboard charts, but it is a vital piece of the idol group puzzle. Idols sustain long and very fulfilling careers on the stage in Japan. These shows tour across the country, allowing fans in far-flung places to see their favorites in person. One year on my trip to Japan, I was lucky enough to have timed it to catch the tail end of the run of the rock musical Coin Locker Babies, which featured not only two members of my beloved ABCZ, but also a couple of very talented Johnny's Juniors and respected veteran rock star Roli. I had to travel way out to what the Japanese call Inaka, countryside, to see it but it was well worth the trip. Even in a far-flung locale, for a play starring two members of one of the least popular groups at Johnny's, or judging by record sales, the least popular group at Johnny's, the audience was still packed, sold out, and the musical with the same cast was on its third revival. That is something you cannot understand without seeing it. Why does ABCZ still exist? one might ask, looking at their sales. Well, the sold-out audience and third revival tour of Coin Locker Babies helps explain why. So I mentioned that Kinky Kids Domoto Koichi has the long-running series Endless Shock, and in an earlier episode I discussed Shonen Tai's long-running annual review, Playzone. 
but Takizawa really took things to another level with what should be remembered as his real masterpiece, what we could call his Takizawa Enbujo series, which began with Takizawa Enbujo in 2006 and continues on to this day with Takizawa Kabuki Zero 2020, scheduled to take place in July of this year with Snowman in the lead. 2006 Takizawa Enbujo was Taki's mission statement and calling card. He was not somebody who would be satisfied following the path laid out by others. Using two very talented former Takarazuka theater troupe actresses and a massive cast of juniors, including then-juniors groups Kiss My Foot 2 and ABCZ, as well as future members of Heisei Jump and Snowman, Takizawa put his own special twist on traditional Japanese theater, merging it with modern Japanese musical theater and classic Johnny's and Associates stages until it became something all his own. On the one hand, you have Takisawa carefully applying the female onagata kabuki makeup on stage in a mesmerizing set piece. And on the other, you have a stage full of shirtless young men doing synchronized taiko drumming upside down and so loud you can feel it in your bones. Taki's goal, always, is to keep the audience hooked on his cast of handsome young men and coming back for more. Everything is over the top. No expense is spared in making these productions the best they can possibly be. For the juniors, making it through a run of Takizawa Enbujo is a rite of passage, a real do-or-die trial by fire. Are you man enough to make it through two shows a day on a nationwide grind of a tour balance balancing delicate omegata performance against macho shirtless taiko? Well, are you punk? It's no coincidence that the groups that stayed the longest under Takizawa's umbrella, ABCZ, For You, Snowman, are absolute stallions on stage. Let me run you through a little bit of what these shows look like. I'm going to play you the opening to 2010's Takizawa Kabuki, which Takizawa not only starred in, but where he also made his debut as a director. The 2010 Takizawa Kabuki was filmed at Nisei Theater in Ginza, which is just around the corner, and I mean literally just around the corner from the Grand Theater for the historic Takorazuka All-Female Theater Troupe, which I need to do an episode on because they have influenced Johnny's style over the years and vice versa. But sometimes you'll walk past and see all the Takorazuka fangirls lined up on um, one side of the block and then you turn the corner and all the Johnny's fangirls are lined up outside of the Nisei Theater. It is very convenient for fans of both like me. The Nisei Theater is really, really lovely inside, but okay. As Takizawa reads out the introduction, the lights are down and there's a video playing on the large screen at the back of the stage. But when the lights come back up, you can see that the entire cast of juniors has filed into the aisle and they're dressed formally in white suit coats and black ties, looking very dapper. And as Takizawa reads their names, they come up on stage and the audience applause. Ah, Miss Snowman. Um, some of these groups are defunct now. But, um, yeah. It's, wow, nostalgic. Meido. Shonen Hogat Senka. 
Um, Kawhi had ridiculous hair back then, and oh, Hashimoto was a complete baby. I think he was only like 16 years old here. He looks so serious. And then uh, Yara Tomoyuki gets a special intro and a spotlight because he was the co-star of the show. He introduces the spring dance, the first number. So the curtain just flies back and you see this massive traditional gate at the back of the stage and the juniors race out from the wings in just like this wall of chaos and they're dressed in these faux traditional outfits in sparkly silver and blue carrying these huge red flags that they twirl and they dance. Um, ABCZ get to be dressed in purple and silver to indicate their higher rank. Dancing, dancing, and then Yada comes out with Beibudo, R.I.P. And he's dressed in black and silver with a zebra print border. Extremely cool. But then the set, like, sort of flies apart in the back, and um, suddenly Tatsuzawa just appears standing on top of the gate, and he takes off flying. He's wearing this giant cape and flying all over the street. It is pure chaos and I really want you to understand this theater world is that without it there is simply no way for you to understand how the members of the two new debuted groups ended up in the position they are in today. Snowman was hand-picked by Takizawa to become a unit for 2009's Takizawa Kabuki, but the Stones members also cut their teeth on the Johnny's theater circuit, appearing in the aforementioned play zone, which um, Imai Tsubasa took over from Shonen Tai, Shock, and the angsty Dream Boys, which began with Takizawa in 2004 and was passed off to the juniors, ABCZ's own annual review, ABCZ, the juniors-focused review, Johnny's World, and the darkly bizarre Shonen Tachi, all of which act as a performance boot camp for the young men, as well as letting them build fan bases of their own. Johnny's and Associates does not have anything like Korea's parasitic fan sites, and instead it does a brisk, business and official stage photos to include the juniors, and sales of which must surely indicate rankings of popularity and size of a group's fan base. There is actually um, a funny video on the Johnny's Junior channel which shows Snowman giving a backstage tour of Minamiza in Kyoto to include the merchandise sales area where they make fun of each and every one of each other's photos. 
very charming voice. え、なんですか。ステージフォトが。あら。おお。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステージフォト。ステ
The camera lingers tenderly on each of the six members, Matsumura Hokuto's sultry gaze as he fishes a rose petal out of a bowl, showing everything Takizawa has learned about appealing to the female gaze over his many years at Johnny's and Associates. Rose petals caught in slow motion as the members dance gracefully beneath them. Let's rewind back to the beginning again to take a look at our two new groups. I'll start with Snowman since they are the group that Takizawa had a direct hand in forming. Snowman started out life as junior group Miss Snowman, a name that I have never discovered the origin of, but probably drew from the initials of planned members at some point the way that the names Cuptoon and Kiss My Foot 2 happened. Miss Snowman was made up of the six core members of what would become Snowman, along with three other juniors, two who would be spun off into their own vocal-based junior duo, Noon Boys, and one who would be moved to a different dance unit. Miss Snowman was a performance-based unit formed for Takisawa Kakume in 2009. The members had all been grouped together for various projects before, so it must have seemed like a natural fit. After the Noon Boys were spun off, the now six-member Snowman was announced for Takizawa Kabuki in 2012. This unit, who specialized in dance and acrobatics, would become the core of the group moving forward. Here is the quick and dirty guide to the members. There's tall, lanky leader Iwamoto Hikaru, 26, who has a dry sense of humor, and who loves Korean hip-hop, and whose legs seemingly take up 90% of his body. He is not only a wonderful dancer and very talented actor, but he also participated in Ultimate Ninja Warrior and is known for his uh, muscly physique. Fukuzawa Tatsuya, 27, aka Fuka, who long ago overcame his shyness to become the group's clown and dedicated talker, and who always has an impression of his seniors ready to go and is more than willing to be the butt of every joke. 
Watanabe Shota, 27, who has a sweet face and a very slight lisp, and he often plays the mood maker and is quite well liked by, I think, all the juniors. Abe Ryohei, 26, aka Abe-chan, is the Booksmart member. He is one of the few Johnny's talents to have graduated from university, something which he is rightly very proud of. He is known for his Abe-chan no Tenki Yoho, or Abe-chan's weather report, that he leaves taped up in the theater where they're performing, and um, you can find pictures of them collected on Twitter. They're extremely cute. Strong featured Niedate Ryota, 26, aka Date-sama or Date-san, whose reserved personality is rather the opposite of what his cool look would imply. And then finally, the adorable, sometimes annoying, ball of sunshine, Sakuma Daisuke, 27, the shortest member and son of Sakurai Naomi, one of the members of 80s female idol group Can Can. <laughs> is an oddball and an anime nerd with a massive smile which I have been on the receiving end of once in concert and will never forget. Over the years, these six men became a finely honed dance unit and performance group, appearing in stage plays, back dancing for their seniors, appearing as featured guests in other Johnny's group's MVs, starring in their own self-produced theater shows, appearing in dramas, uh, such as the hilarious and fondly remembered, by me at least, Bad Boys J. they play teen bad boy gang members and uh, even getting their own feature film, Last Hold, also starring ABCZ's Tsukada Ryoichi, in which they all play members of a university rock climbing club. So for anybody that's been following Snowman like I have, this overnight success has come after a long, long, slow climb to the top. Snowman had been such a stable and popular group that it was a huge shock to everyone when in January 2019, not long after Takizawa took control of the Johnny's Juniors, that he turned the six-member Snowman back into a nine-member group, adding dancer Raul, now 16, a half-Venezuelan kid a good decade younger than the rest, and who is now everyone's, but especially Sakuma's, large son. There is quick-witted, big-talking Mukai Koji, now 25, who is half Thai and has a background in martial arts. And very handsome Meguro Ren, aka Meime, now 22, and who was one of Taki's favorites. 
I admit to being skeptical when I first heard the news, but as always, Takizawa knew what he was doing. It took me a while to get used to the idea of my group changing, but the three new members really did give them a new spark. Not that snowmen were stale before, but after working with the same people for like 12 years, you're naturally going to have settled into a comfortable dynamic. Throwing three new members in forced everyone to readjust. And for snowmen, who have spent their entire careers being the juniors spoiled and coddled by their seniors, suddenly giving them an adorable large son who loves play fighting and acting silly means an adjustment in how they think of themselves. They're the big brothers now. And Takizawa, in his wisdom about these things, must also have known how the aunties like me would coo over gangly rao hanging all over teeny tiny Sakuma like an overgrown puppy. Snowman were a solid unit, but sometimes you really do need a little bit of tension to generate a spark. And with nine members, there's a lot more they can do with choreography too, which was, and remains, Snowman's specialty. Working so closely with ABCZ's Tsukada, who, as I mentioned earlier, uh, he was part of Budokan, is an Olympic-level trained gymnast has also given them a toolkit of tumbling and aerial moves that you just don't see from other boy groups anywhere except, you know, ABCZ. And add to that their years of working with Takizawa, the other very talented guys in ABCZ, and Yara Tomoyuki, not to mention all the practice producing their own stages, has sharpened their performance skills to an unbelievable degree. But in some ways, they are still rookies. I've just hammered on and on for most of the episode, that uh, Snowman is a live performance group. They come from the theater world, and what looks good on stage doesn't necessarily look good on film. It's a tough learning curve, and I remember seeing ABCZ struggle with it as well. To go from thinking about the live experience to thinking about how something will look captured on video is not intuitive, and it does take time to readjust. But I trust Snowman will get there. I mean, how could they not? So their debut single, DD, which, as the lyrics explain, is short for Dancing Dynamite, is a high-energy dance track meant to showcase their performance skills rather than their vocal talent. Written by Kurihara Satoro from the group Jazz and Park, a reliable songwriter behind quite a few anthemic Kiss My Foot 2 and Johnny's West songs. Here is Kurihara's Lovesick written for Kiss My Foot 2. Here is Kurihara's Big Shot, written for Johnny's West.
in your ear and you'll hear how DD fits right in. The video is shot on one of those kind of futuristic industrial looking AVEX sound stages with potted plants in this massive terrarium that makes it look like the airport lounge in like 2150 or something and snowmen are waiting for their flight to Mars. The group choreography involves a lot of broad gestures and formation changes that look great even from the cheap seats on stage, but they get a bit lost in a busy screen. The tumbling moves, some of which come directly from ABCZ's dance master, Goseki Koichi, during the dance break also feel a bit cluttered, and the camera kind of stutters back and forth, almost as if it doesn't know where to focus. The choreography shoves 12 years of material into 3 minutes and 30 seconds, and it gets to be a bit much um, for the limited format of a music video. I would actually recommend um, watching the single focus dance practice video, which gives a much, much, much better idea of um, what Snowman is capable of and is pretty mesmerizing. So anyway, here we go. Dancing Dynamite. I didn't really mention vocals. Um, not that Snowman can't sing, they can. Obviously they can, but their specialty is dance. Stones, on the other hand, well. Every single day I close my eyes, I'm failing you all the time.
So stones, as the name is spelled, um, implies, yes, they have six members. They are Kochi Yugo, 25, who is the leader, um, and in the tradition of Arashi's Ono and Tokyo's Joshima and actually ABCZ's Koseki. He is also the group's old man and he's the mood maker and behind-the-scenes glue of the group. Kyomoto Taiga, 25, who has an angelic voice and the delicate features to go with it. His father is well-known actor, singer, TV personality, Kyomoto Masaki, and his mother is former idol Yamamoto Hiromi. But for all the years I've been following him, I have never seen Taiga try to coast on his pedigree. He has worked very hard to get where he is today. Tanaka Judy, 24, is the group's rapper and has drawn a lot of musical influence from his brother, former cartoon member Tanaka Koki. Judy has a bright and cheerful personality, so it's always kind of funny to me when Stones cover cartoon songs and Judy drops into that swaggering Koki, like, growl rap. And this may be apocryphal, but I believe he was named after the Tiger's Salvador Kenji, aka Julie, uh, which you know, who you can hear more about in my Tigers episodes, because um, Tanaka Judy's mother was a huge fan of the Tigers, go figure. Matsumura Hokuto, 24, is the actor. He's outgoing and a bit eccentric, always adding extra dramatic flair to every choreography, but he also really likes reading and often just seems to be caught up in his own world. I actually really like Hokuto. Jesse, Jeshi, 23, is the other lead singer along with Taiga. He's tall and handsome, and he's also half-white, which makes him rather exotic-looking to Japanese eyes. His father is from Las Vegas, if I remember correctly, and um, Jesse takes his role as kind of the center handsome guy very seriously, and he and Taiga often work together on music. And finally, there's the baby, Morimoto Shintaro, 22. The younger brother of ex-Heisei Jump member Morimoto Ryutaro. Uh, Morimoto Shintaro was personally scouted by Johnny himself when he was a teeny tiny boy. And for years, Shintaro was this cute, small, annoying, and very loud presence on stage. So like swanning around as the Winter Prince. Oh, 
Um, then he hit puberty and grew into a rather wide and athletic man with the same boyish and annoying personality. He is a delight. If you haven't picked up from the presence of the brothers of the uh, ex group members, stones are to snowman what the Rolling Stones were to the Beatles, kind of the dangerous bad boy group. Much like Snowman though, Stones have been working together for many, many, many years. They were first grouped together as part of the idol high school drama Shiritsu Bakareya Koko, which aired in 2012. The premise of that drama was that a school of male juvenile delinquents has to merge with a rich Catholic girls' school for, you know, reasons. The Six Stones played the main six teen punks, with Morimoto Shintaro in the lead role. The drama was a smash hit, at, you know, at least as far as these teen idol shows go, and was successful enough to get a major film sequel, which also featured Snowman as a, another rival group of teen delinquents. The yet unnamed group that would become Stones got along so well and were so well liked by fans that they were determined to stay together. We fans referred to them informally as the Bacarea Boys or the Bacarea Six until they were officially formed into a group, Stones, in 2015. And they kept getting more popular, until in 2018 they were even chosen to star in the movie version of the Boys Juvenile Detention Center musical Shonen Tachi, um, also starring Snowman and Totsuka Shota from my favorite ABCD. Uh, and that was just released on DVD in December. But unlike Snowman, who really did work as a unit on stage year in and year out, the Bacarea boys uh, worked quite a bit on their own. The members appeared individually in theater productions, dramas, and on variety shows. Um, in particular, uh, Kyomoto Taiga was chosen to appear in a starring role in a non-Johnny's musical, a big deal, big name revival of the show Elizabeth which is an Austrian musical that has come over to Japan and has just like stayed there. It is basically the equivalent of um, getting chosen to star in Les Mis on Broadway. So Taiga played Rudolph, Elizabeth's son, uh, and he gets this one real show-stopping duet with um, the main character of Death. <laughs> probably be worth doing an episode on Elizabeth too. It's a really, really wonderful play. But okay, so like Snowman, Stones also had many opportunities to produce their own shows, performing to packed halls at the tiny theater Crie before graduating to bigger and bigger stages until on August 8th, 2019, for the first time since Takizawa's golden era as a junior. The juniors got to hold their own concerts. Where? At Tokyo Dome. Stones, Snowman, as well as Travis Japan and some of the younger groups took to the stage at Tokyo Dome. The Hachi Hachi Festival, 
the 8-8 festival, wasn't just a celebration of the junior's hard work. It also marked a new beginning for the agency. Johnny Kitagawa, who you can hear more about in episode 2, had passed away in July. And according to reports, before he passed away, he and Takisawa had decided that Snowman and Stones would debut. On June 28, 2019, the members of both groups were called to Johnny's hospital room where Takisawa informed them of their debut. And on August 8, 2019, it was announced at Tokyo Dome to the absolutely deafening cheers from the assembly. Stones would focus on the domestic audience with a planned arena tour, while Snowman would be starring in their own stage play and get sent out to Asia. The new era had begun. So I already discussed Snowman's DD, so let's move on to the Stones' Imitation Rain, written by the legendary Yoshiki of legendary metal band X-Japan. And I'm just going to say now, if you haven't seen the excellent documentary, We Are X, about the group and Yoshiki's career, well, I mean, really, what are you waiting for? I mean, wait for this episode to end and then go watch it, but it's really good. Apparently, Takizawa was, or is, a huge fan of Yoshiki. And he just, like, decided to ask if he'd write Stone's debut song. I mean, what did Taki have to lose? Fully expecting a no... Yoshiki surprised everyone and said yes. He was quoted as saying, Stones ga kaigai de no J-pop no imeji o ishin sareru kanosei o himeta group o kakunin shita. I'm convinced that Stones is a group that holds the promise of renewing the image of J-pop overseas. For Takizawa to aim that high for Stones' debut shows the value that he places not just on the group, but also on the music that they're going to be making. Yoshiki isn't just any songwriter, and he doesn't take just any project. Although he is best known for X Japan's, you know, high-speed metal, Yoshiki has a flair for the dramatic and the sentimental, and mixed in with all the metal songs he's written is Seikai no Owari no Yoruni, written for the all-female Takurazuka Theater Troupe, performed here by top star Haruno Sumire. もう
the very first ballad Yoshiki ever wrote for X Japan was a song called Endless Rain, Endless Rain. And here he is in 2013 at the Grammy Museum talking about it. But like, okay, so I'd like to try to write um, something uh, beautiful and then something, I don't know, touchy. So this is my first song I wrote. Um, then I didn't know, at that time I didn't know because of the band image, so even though we didn't know the rule, but the slash metal, like all those like heavy metal people should not play this song. I didn't know that, <laughs> but we did it anyway. Then uh, this, song, this song, song became very popular. Then this song made us uh, where we are right now. So it's a very important song for me. and respected songwriters and singers have written for Johnny's groups. Um, Snap, especially, really brought a lot of them in. But Yoshiki is on a different level. Imitation Rain would be his very first collaboration with Johnny's and Associates, a sign that Taki would be continuing in his path of uniting the worlds of art and entertainment, striving to create the very best product that he can. So Imitation Rain opens with Yoshiki's trademark piano, falling lightly like rain before the heavy guitar riff kicks in. The song highlights the strong voices of Jesse, who sings first, and then Taiga. So listen for that. 
The video shows them dancing in a flooded stage, water splashing around artfully as the members pose. And after a whisper rap by Judy, we'll hear a guitar riff, and then the heavens will open up as Tyga takes center stage for a rising key change bridge, one of my favorite things, it gives me goosebumps. Listen for yourself. You said I will be the sky And you will be the sun To shine Fake dreams Kuwarete yuku Karasuno bara no yoni
next for these two groups. There is always another hill to climb in show business, and the first single after their debut will likely be fraught with huge expectations after selling 1.3 million copies. Um, but I trust that both groups are up to the challenge. Snowman just did a successful first overseas show in Thailand, and Stones were invited back for a rare encore performance on the popular live music show, Music Station, where they closed out the show by performing their song live on a flooded stage, and they absolutely nailed it. This is why I keep coming back to Japanese entertainment. Well, that's it for me. Uh, you can find out more about both groups on their respective YouTube channel. Many of the videos do come with English subtitles if you check the settings, so you can also watch and be charmed. Or feel free to message if you need help figuring out how to find the DVDs of Takizawa's stage shows or, um, you know, any of the, the butais. I'm more than happy to help. And I'll leave you today with time travel from Sexy Zone's new album because um, yeah, I like it and there's a disco flute solo which you don't really hear all that often these days. So, bye-bye! So